0: Houston's Channel 5. I have more ideas than I will ever have time to write. It won't work. Your readers want sweet stories about women. They'll drop you tomorrow if you switch to suspense. Now send me the proposal for the next story. The one we chatted about in New York will do nicely. You're the only writer who can convince the reader that the main character isn't just a story, but a human life. Meredith started to stand but Carris gestured for her to stay. Please hear me out. Deep inside me is a well of passion for stories that burst onto the suspense scene. These are real and happening in my city. One in particular touched my heart several years ago and has never let me go. I cannot not write this. It doesn't matter that I don't have a contract. If one of the big six doesn't want to publish it, I'll self-publish. If you do not adhere to the demands of the publishing world, your actions may dissolve our representation of your work. Caris moistened her lips. I am fully aware of the consequences. Are you? You may never publish again. Meredith retrieved her cup of Earl Grey and left the lobby. Caris gathered her purse and laptop before leaving the hotel. She had two hours until her appointment with Lincoln Abrams, special agent in charge of Houston's FBI. Five years had passed since she'd linked arms with law enforcement agencies and enlisted public support to help find criminals. Excitement with a twinge of apprehension grabbed hold of her senses. If only her agent held the same enthusiasm about her writing a suspense novel. Maybe if she knew the real reason why Karis wanted to protect children. This story meant more than all the six-figure checks combined. In five years, no one had solved the crime stalking her, and she didn't possess the skills to smoke out a killer. But in her novel version, the perpetrator would be brought to justice. Drinking a double espresso, his breakfast of choice, Tigo drove through the seedy neighborhood off South Main in Houston Looking for the dark green van last seen at the shipyard, speeding away with 250 grand of stolen AK 47 rifles. The area looked deserted, except for the battered vehicles matching the twisted and dented people who hid behind their weapons and bravado. Some residents were simply poor and trying to eke out a living. Why they stayed made no sense. But those weren't the ones Tego wanted to question. He needed Cheeky and his gang of arroyos behind bars for gun smuggling. Add to that the identity of the dealers who were selling them weapons, and he was a happy man. Houston ranked as Mexico's largest gun supplier, and Tigo intended to drop that stat like a live grenade. He drove slowly, studying each peeled, painted house for signs of rodents. He didn't really expect a tattooed gang member this time of the morning, but he also knew they would tear through a door at any moment ready to blow him to pieces. He risked the encounter and hoped they were sleeping off the previous night. His appointment was critical to draw out those who continued to break the law, one important enough for him to break the rules and work alone. He'd long ago given up trying to figure out if he wanted credit for the arrests or if he didn't want to endanger another agent. Probably both. The gang's living here counted coup on law enforcement types. Tigo eased to the curb next to a bungalow with boarded-up windows. Turning off the engine of the twenty-year-old Toyota minus the fender and hubcaps, he waited for his guest and drank the espresso. A toddler pushed open the door of a house across the street. Wearing nothing but a diaper, he carried what looked like a rag, probably a substitution for his mother. The reality of the kid's future yanked at Tigo's thoughts, along with the likelihood of him already being an addict. How long before he was dealing and carrying a piece? No one else ventured from the neighborhood, but Tigo couldn't wait forever. Link wanted to see him about something. Glancing at his watch and rolling down the window he gave himself fifteen minutes. Candy was ten minutes late. Maybe she'd overslept. Since her career kept her occupied at night. But the olive skinned beauty had always been prompt, especially when the extra money didn't touch her pimp's pockets. She seemed